0: Welcome to the TMP Coaching Podcast, episode five. Today we'll be talking about win-win leadership, which is level five in the energy leadership model. That's leadership built on things like purpose, hope, perseverance, curiosity, opportunity, growth, and long-term thinking. It's a very powerful form of leadership that can make a big difference in whether it's in an organization, in a family, or really if it's just how you're leading yourself. So, If you're new to our podcast or you haven't seen the Energy Leadership Framework before, I'm going to start by explaining what the Energy Leadership Framework is. We're not going to spend too much time on this. Because our other episodes go into this in considerably more detail. But just a brief overview. Uh, These seven levels of energy, or sometimes they're called seven levels of leadership, or seven levels of consciousness, or seven levels of awareness, um, they come from a man named Bruce Schneider. And Bruce is a coach, and he is the founder of one of the most successful coach training schools in the world. It's called IPEC. And to go deeper on this, you can check out Bruce's materials or the book Energy Leadership. So these seven levels, they represent different ways. They represent the extent to which the potential of something, the potential of a situation or the potential of a person or an organization or the potential in yourself is present to you. So that potential is there whether you see it or not, but the more you're able to see that potential that is in people and situations and so on, the higher you are in these levels. And that's really what they mean by energy, is is how much are you, how present to you, how much can you really see or feel or sense the potential in something. As you go down in these levels, you get more fear, more judgment, more desire to control things, and more focus on the self. So it's more fear, judgment, desire to control, and focus on the self. As you go up in these levels, you get more hope, optimism, trust, and more focus on things that are outside the self or larger than, than the self. So, That might be focusing on something like your country or your family or someone that you really care for or your business. Or it could even be focusing on something like your goals or your future or your vision, because that's outside you, It it could be God. But as you go up, you give up the fear, the judgment, the desire to control and the focus on the self, and you take on more hope, optimism, trust, and focus on things outside you or larger than you. Very briefly, level one is the level of victimhood. It's the level of it's the lowest level of energy. Uh, it's the level of discouragement, depression, hopelessness. Uh, it's a level where you're saying you're saying you're, where, where everything looks like you're losing. So sometimes we think of the quote for that level as either I lose or I hate myself. Level two is a big jump up from it, and it's a level of anger, defiance. Uh, control frustration we go from i hate myself to i hate you those first two levels we call the destructive levels sometimes we call them catabolic levels Uh, and in one of our earlier podcast episodes we went into a lot of detail on those if you have trouble finding that then please just feel free to reach out to us directly so level three energy is the first the constructive levels And with level three energy, you're really getting into taking on personal responsibility. You're taking on forgiving yourself and other people. Uh, Level three also involves though, it involves rationalization, justification, a little bit like excuse making. It involves coping with things and tolerating things. Level three is kind of the level of functionality, right? At level one, everything is terrible, at level two, Everything is terrible, but you've got a lot of anger, so maybe you can sort of force things to be the way you want them to be. At level three, everything's, you know, all right. Level four is the level, is the first level where purpose and mission start to show up. Where, and it's really the level of service. Level four is fundamentally about concern for the welfare of someone or something. So when you think of maybe a doctor or a nurse or a therapist who's caring for a patient. Or you think of a pastor or uh, a minister who's serving a congregation. Or you think of someone in the Peace Corps who's serving their country. Uh, Or someone, or possibly the military even. To the extent that it's really about concern for the welfare of someone or something, that's really what level four is about. Something needs to be helped, healed, loved, protected, given attention, given resources. Parenting is often understood in terms of of level four energy. So now you're really starting to see the potential in things and you're seeing how, wow, you know what, if I just, you know, helped out a little bit, this thing could really move itself along. And that thing could be your business. It could even be, level four energy could even be directed at yourself. Level five is the level of we win, right? And, And so, you know, we talked about I lose, and I hate myself at level one. You lose, and I hate you at level two. Level three is kind of like, I win, and I'm not going to stop you from winning, but I'm not going to go out of my way to help you win because I'm kind of dealing with my own stuff. Level four is you win. Or, you know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to help you win. Or I'm committed to helping you win, something like that. Level five is we win, and we're gonna talk quite a bit about level five today. Level six is something like, everyone always wins, or I don't care if I win or lose, I'm just grateful to play the game. Now, the thing about level six is, level six is really about humor, fun, playfulness. It's about intuition. It's about knowing in your gut. It's about joy wisdom vision and level seven is really something that we we probably not going to go into here and now um all people are always in all seven levels at all times so our energy or leadership or how we show up in life is a mixture of all of them that changes throughout the day it changes throughout the week it changes in different stages and in different seasons of life and it's impacted by things like your physical health how much sleep you've gotten recently and whether or not you did a really really challenging workout the day before uh it's affected by things like um you know how well you're getting along with your friends um and whether or not you're having any challenges with with maybe with your parents or with your children or with your siblings things like that it's impacted by things like your finances and financial stress and all that kind of thing so there's all these different things that impact it the key thing is is how our thoughts and emotions really impact these levels. And if you look at the levels, levels one, three, and five are levels where thought is kind of in the driver's seat, and there may be a lot of emotion present, but emotion is kind of uh, taking, taking is sitting in the passenger seat. At levels two, four, and six, right, the level of anger, the level of service, and the level of joy, those are more driven by emotion. That doesn't make any of these levels necessarily better than the other, However, generally speaking, the higher you go in a level, the more effective you can be at pretty much anything. You know, uh, someone who's in level six uh, is likely to be more fun on a date than someone who's, you know, someone who's full of joy and fun and they're funny and easy to get along with and that kind of thing. It's probably going to be more fun to go on a date with than someone who's level one, who's really depressed and who's talking about how everything is against them and, and really, really discouraged. You know, who would you rather, what would you rather have in a father or a mother? Would you rather have someone who's about long-term thinking and really working hard to understand where you're coming from at level five? Or would you rather have someone who's angry all the time and always mad about everything and easily frustrated and, and triggered and all that kind of thing, right, at level two? Now, again, we're all human beings, and so we all have all seven of these levels. I'm simply making the point that Generally speaking, for most situations, whether it's a business situation or a personal situation, you can, you can extend those same questions. So what kind of boss would you rather have? Um, but generally speaking, the higher you go, the more effective you are. So let's dive in on level five. I'm gonna start with a brief overview of five. A lot of times I like to present level five by comparing it to a building. If you think about a building, it's a two, this, this particular building is two stories and a foundation of level five is three fundamental beliefs. The first is that everything has a purpose. So level five leaders understand that everything has a purpose to it. Second, everything presents an opportunity for growth. Everything presents an opportunity for growth and that growth could be personal growth, it could be growth in your emotional intelligence, it could be growth in your marriage, it could be growth financially, it could be the growth of your business, It could be growth in your knowledge base, but some sort of opportunity for growth is present in everything. So everything has a purpose. Everything presents an opportunity for growth. And then third, you don't need to know what the purpose is or what the opportunity for growth is in order to know or to believe that there is a purpose or an opportunity for growth. So even if I don't know what the purpose is or what the opportunity is, I still know that there is one. So you can see that there's an, there's an optimism to it. Now, if those three beliefs, everything has a purpose, everything presents an opportunity for growth, and you don't need to know what the purpose or what the opportunity is in order, for, in order to know that it's there, if those three beliefs are the foundation, then the first floor of the building that rests on that foundation is acceptance and peace. It's acceptance of things even if you don't like them, even if they are painful or even if you'd prefer them to be different. And this is really where you start to see the power of level five. If you can accept something, even if it's frustrating, even if it's painful, even if you prefer to be, it to be different, then you, that blocks its ability to really get at you emotionally. Now, this is easier said than done. I, I, I realize that but we're gonna talk through how to do this. So the second floor is, first floor is those three beliefs and the second floor is acceptance and peace. So once you've accepted things, even if you don't like them, even if they're painful, or even if you'd prefer them to be different, it becomes much easier to be at peace with them. So the foundation makes the first floor, first floor possible because if you believe that everything has a purpose, everything presents an opportunity for growth and you don't need to know what that purpose is or what the opportunity is in order for it to be there, then it becomes easier to accept things and be at peace with them, even if you don't like them, even if they're painful, even if you prefer that they be different. Now, the floor above the first floor, right, now that you've got peace and acceptance, now, the second floor, you can get perseverance, hope, optimism, long-term thinking, the ability to see things from multiple perspectives right to think okay this is what uh the vendor is thinking this is what my team member is thinking this is what i'm thinking and uh, this is what the customer is thinking and being able to see all those things in sequence because if you believe that everything has a purpose everything has an opportunity for growth and everything that's there whether you know it or not then you can accept and accept things and be at peace with things and that is a is a foundation for persevering in things. Having hope and optimism in the face of difficulties. Being able to think long-term about where things might be going, where things could go. Having enough sense of, sense of safety in yourself that you can start thinking outside yourself and think, okay, well, well how, is, how does my spouse see this? How does my son or daughter see this? And how do I see this, and be able to be able to really see those multiple perspectives, which is harder to do at those lower levels. Now, <clears throat> one of my favorite examples of level five thinking is the movie *The Shawshank Redemption*. And uh, if you haven't seen that, it is very highly recommended. But the main character, Andy Dufresne, is put in prison for a crime he doesn't commit. And the movie is almost like a manual for level five leadership and level five. Thinking and, and way and the way of level 5 being in, in life He gets put into prison for a crime he didn't commit and while he's in prison, he's always Reflective he's always thinking he's always curious He's always able to accept things even things that aren't good that does not mean that he makes himself a doormat You know, when something is unjust, he resists it. But he's not resisting it out of anger. And that lack of anger allows him to be more strategic about how he resists, allows him to think longer term. He's able to win the war, even if that might mean losing a battle or avoiding a battle or making an ally out of someone who would otherwise be an enemy or so on. And if you've seen the movie, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Another really simple example of this is something called post-traumatic growth. This is pretty crazy. Um, This is a phenomenon that's been identified in psychology. It's been around for for a couple of decades. And it comes from researchers who were studying post-traumatic stress. And they were studying parents of children who had died. One of the reasons they were studying this is that is considered to be one of the hardest things that can happen to a person is to have a child who dies. And so they were looking at trauma and how it works and how it affects people out of a desire to you know, hopefully be able to help people who are going through those types of situations. And what they found was they started to identify this pattern among certain families who had lost children where they would hear things from the parents that would say things like the tragedy had a purpose as a family we grew through that we've come to a point where we can accept what happened where we are hopeful or where we are patient or where we have found faith or where we have we now have a deeper connection and it's of course we still grieve of course we want our child back This isn't about, level five energy is not about being in denial of how things really are. It's not about suppressing pain or ignoring pain. But what they found consistently, not among everybody, everybody has a different response to different things and that's perfectly fine. And whatever a human being feels or doesn't feel is perfectly natural to to human beings But what they found was uh, these parents who were saying things like, you know, I was a workaholic, and I didn't pay attention to my children, and then one of my children passed, and I work less now. I've switched job roles, and I used to miss every single sporting event and every single everything else, and now I'm there, and we're closer as a family. Or they might say things like, we were able to... You know, we've been able to connect with other families who've been through all kinds of different tragedies and we've been able to support them. Or they might say things like, we have, uh, you know, we were able to, to, to set up a, a scholarship in the name of our son or daughter. And look, of course, this doesn't take away the pain. It doesn't make their suffering not mean something. It doesn't mean that they're not going to experience any one of those other levels. But, and feel free to look this up because there's an enormous amount of literature on it, uh, post-traumatic growth is a very, very real thing, and it is pretty crazy because it's the opposite of what you might expect. You might expect there to be, you know, something happens like, and not only that, they've they've expanded post-traumatic growth where they've looked at it, and every single thing that can cause post-traumatic stress can also cause post-traumatic growth. So, uh, being assaulted, uh, being, uh, you know, <clears throat> having your house burned down the different things that, that that are that have a chance of causing post-traumatic stress can also trigger post-traumatic growth. And you can even have someone who who has signs of both and goes through post-traumatic stress and then transitions it into post-traumatic growth. So we've got that building. And a very natural question here is what do what do you do if you're level five? And you encounter a situation where there's no way out and there's nothing positive well there's four main options here the first is you search for win-win solutions one of the one of my favorite phrases that goes with level five is everyone wins or we don't play now if we don't play at level two if we don't play it, it might be because i judge you because i'm angry at you At level three, if we don't play, it might be because, well, I tried working with you and it didn't work out. At level four, if we don't play, it's probably because I want to help you and you don't want my help. At level five, though, if we don't play, it's because if I play with you, either I can't win or you can't win. And so it doesn't mean that if if, if I choose not to play with you at level five, it doesn't mean that I judge you. It doesn't mean I won't play other games with you. It doesn't necessarily mean I won't play with you again in the future. But just generally speaking, at level five, um, if, I, if there's not an obvious win, if there's not a path to a win-win, then this is not something I'm going to participate in. Uh, one of my favorite examples of this uh, is from the original movie, The Karate Kid. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's also very strongly recommended. And in the karate kid you have Mr. Miyagi who is this older japanese man who has been mentoring this young boy this this teenager in karate and the teenager gets assaulted by several karate students from another from another karate school like 3 or 4 or 5 guys jump him and attack him all at once and he gets beat up and Daniel, the teenager, his mother is level four about the whole thing. She's like, oh my God, how do we fix this? What do you need? Um, how can I help you? You know, do I need to talk to these kids' parents? All that kind of thing, right? The typical response of a parent, which is perfectly natural. I, I might respond that way. What Mr. Miyagi does, though, is instead of thinking, remember, uh, as you go higher in these levels, you also get more into big picture thinking and longer term thinking. Well, so level four is thinking, How do I help Daniel right now? He got beat up. What does he need? Does he need to go to the hospital? Do we need to talk to the school? Do we need to talk to the police? Like, what do we need now? Mr. Miyagi's at level five. And he's thinking, okay. Daniel got beat up. These things happen. He's a teenager. What has to happen in order for 10, 15, 20, 30 plus years from now What has to happen now for Daniel to become a better man over the decades because this happened, not in spite of it? So how can—remember, this is about the search for opportunity. What's the opportunity? What's the lesson? What's the gift? What's the purpose? What's the purpose for good? What's the purpose for growth? If God intentionally put this in Daniel's life— for the purpose of making him a better man. Why did God put it there? How is it there? And that gets into the, like we were talking about, the curiosity, the perseverance, the optimism, the long-term thinking, and so on. There's a piece about it, there's an acceptance. And so, Mr. Miyagi goes to the instructor of the other, of the karate kids who assaulted him, uh, who assaulted Daniel. And it's very clear that this guy's a very level two guy. This guy likes violence, he likes to hurt people. He has no respect for who Mr. Miyagi is and he doesn't respect Daniel either. In a way, he doesn't really even fully respect his students. Or he respects them only to the extent that they obey and that they're willing to take on his worldview of pain and and, and Essentially, you're hurting people. So Mr. Miyagi sees that, and, and there's, it's, it's kind of obvious, like, there's no, like, like they're, they're not on the same page. So remember, level five looks for the win-win. So Mr. Miyagi, in this scene, he sees on the wall a poster for an upcoming karate tournament. And so he says to Kreese, the guy who runs the dojo, he says, how about this? Your boys and my boy aren't getting along. How about we settle this at the tournament? That way they can fight, he doesn't say all this, but you know, that way they can fight, they can fight safe, Uh, there's rules to the fighting, it won't be three or four or five guys against one guy, Uh, and the other guy agrees. Why? Because the other guy, like it's hard for him to say no to that. He's being challenged, and he's also being challenged in a very reasonable and respectful way. So it's hard for, that, for, the, for the level two guy, who's all about anger and hurting and whatever, it's hard for him to say no to a very reasonable request like that. And then Mr. Miyagi doubles down and he says, okay, listen, my boy needs to train. So why don't we let him train, and while he's training, no four-on-one assaults. Does that sound reasonable to you? And Chris says, yeah, sure. Nobody touched Daniel until the tournament. That's level five thinking. That's level five searching for a win-win. Now, if there's no clear way to make things work for everyone, level five tends to defer, wait things out, be patient, and observe. Right, that goes back to that whole idea of uh, everything has an opportunity for growth and everything has a purpose, even if you you can't see what the purpose is and you can't see what the opportunity for growth is, it is there somewhere, somehow. In a way, what's at the heart of level five is a desire to make things great for as many people as possible without being emotionally attached to what happens when you put effort towards making things great. In other words, having this vision of here's how here's how everyone can here, here's how everyone can win or here's how the largest number of people possible can win. And then you go into trying to make that happen and as obstacles crop up, which they inevitably will, Understanding those obstacles in terms of opportunities and in terms of purpose. And so not having all these emotional attachments to, oh no, this obstacle threatens the larger vision. But actually being aware that sometimes obstacles can enhance the vision. Right? Mr. Miyagi's goal is not to teach Daniel to beat people up, it's to help Daniel become a man, it's to help Daniel grow in being a good person in his emotional intelligence, in understanding himself, in discipline, in perseverance, in courage, in integrity, in wisdom, and all those kinds of things, and getting beat up by a bunch of other, other guys, at level five, right, at level one, that's like, oh my God, my life is over, at least until I graduate high school, right, at level two, it's, oh gosh, I need to figure out how to, how to you know, get these guys back. I need to go get three friends, or, you know, I need a knife, or a gun, or something like that. But as you get up into that level five, it's, okay, if the goal is to help him become a man, how do I use this to help him become a man? How do I use whatever's happened to move towards the goal? Same thing with Andy Dufresne. He gets put in this prison, and... He spends a lot of time waiting when you when you when you watch that movie shawshank redemption uh, it's very easy to miss the fact that uh over the, the course of the, the movie happens over the course of several decades uh and it, that's easy to miss because they'll just mention like you know like what year it is or or something like that incidentally but it's many many years that go by over the course of that movie and it's and the, the span of time is a good demonstration of how level five often takes that, that slow, patient approach that allows it to sort of float above the stuff that happens on a day-to-day basis. So, let's look at some of the advantages of level five thinking and leadership. The first is everything we said above, right? Patience, perseverance, optimism, looking for the larger picture being able to see things from multiple perspectives, including your own perspective. So those are some pretty big advantages. The next one is vision. At the levels below five, there typically isn't a particularly strong vision, or if there is one, it's one. If you ever see it where there's like a lot of lip service given to a vision, and it's not really something that people are really, really, really putting a lot of energy towards. Um, But a a lot of times what that means is something was written in a level five way, because it sounded good, but there wasn't a commitment that made the vision work with what was written. At level five, vision tends to become something that's much more natural. And then finally, the ability to operate well even under significant obstacles and adversity. So That's three huge advantages to level five. Level 5 also has some pitfalls. I don't know if I would go so far as to call them disadvantages, but it's more like challenges that are common when dealing with a level five, when dealing with a level five leader, or when you have level five energy. The first is difficulty focusing. Uh, it's easy to have too many opportunities. If you see everything as an opportunity and everything as a lesson and everything as a purpose, it's easy to be like, wow, here's all the different ways we could do good things. So, and whether that is, here's all the ways we could make money, or here's all the ways we could improve our business, or here's all the ways I could improve my health, or here's all the ways, uh, you know, uh, we could have fun together as a family. It can be hard to focus because you see so many opportunities and that can sometimes lead to overcommitting. Oh, at level five. It's not. Oh my gosh. Here's all the ways I could I could improve my health. That's overwhelming, and I'm discouraged. That would be level one. It's more like excitement. Like wow, I could I could do a juice cleanse, and I could sign up for a marathon, and I could uh, I could improve my sleep, and I could start going to the chiropractor, and I could get weekly massages, and it's just and there's all this excitement to it, and there's an optimism, and there's a fun to it. But that can also lead to an attempt to do something like sign up for every single one of those things at once, which in most situations, it's not going to be the best idea. The, and so, difficulty focusing and overcommitting can be two potential pitfalls for level five. Another one is that level five can be seen by others, especially if someone's not at level five and you are. Level five can be seen as aloof distant, uninterested, not concerned, cold, hard to understand or difficult to read. Um, Other people might sometimes have trouble understanding level five leaders, right? Because at level five, you see purpose in things that other people look at and go, that has no purpose. It just sucks. Or we're screwed now. What are we going to do now? Well, level five is not typically thinking I'm screwed, it's more thinking, hmm, what does this mean? What could this mean? I, I, I'm feeling a lot of anger, and I wonder where that's coming from, right? You see the curiosity there. You see the detachment from strong emotions. And. As a result, level five can have difficulty interacting with lower levels or understanding them. Which, and since most of the population is, is not a level five, you know, or not level, we're, not, we're not all walking around on level five all the time, most of us. And so level five can have trouble interacting with lots of people. And so sometimes someone at level five might be talking to somebody at a lower level saying something like, can't you see that this isn't really that bad? Or can't you see, isn't it obvious to you this is actually not that big a deal? Don't you see the opportunity here? And that can drag the level five person into those lower levels, right? Um, I've, I've heard this multiple times with people saying, whether they're talking about their spouse or their business partner or a customer or whoever, they say, I kept trying to show her the opportunities and she wasn't seeing them. Or I kept trying to explain to him that this really wasn't that big of a deal. That I was able to fix it. That um, that not only that, but he was actually going to get even more of what he needed because this happened, and he just he just wouldn't get it. And when you when you get stuck in that thinking, right, at, le- at level five, it's like, ah, oh, can't you just, can't you see that this re- isn't really that bad, right? That's a little level two. That's a little anger and frustration creeping into level five. And that can, make, that can cause the level five person to have difficulty identifying strategies and ide- identifying ways, to win, ways, to, ways towards the win-win. Well, it's like, well, the win-win's right here. Don't you see it? Right, if, if, uh, if Mr. Miyagi had told uh, you know, the head of the other dojo, like, hey, let's do the tournament, the other head of the dojo says, no, we're not doing the tournament. My guys are stronger than yours and they're gonna do whatever they want. Well, he would have had to find a new strategy. And that might be hard. And especially if Mr. Vaggie just double down. No, they're not gonna assault my guy. We're gonna do the tournament. And the other guy says no, and now where are we? So, what to do with level five? The, one of the questions I most encounter as a coach is how to get more of it. First, understand that this isn't a contest. Right? We all have all seven of the levels. I do, Bruce, the guy who invented the seven levels does, Uh, the, the Pope, the President, I mean, everybody has all seven levels. It's really more a question of how much we interact, how much we have of each level at different times and seasons in our lives. Second, one of the most valuable things in moving up these levels is the releasing of judgment. And you'll notice that level five is relatively judgment-free. Release judgments of ourselves, of others, of situations, and that includes when we find ourselves in the lower levels, right? You can have a level five perspective on your level two anger, right? And that would look something like this. It's okay for me to be angry about this, or, Or you can have a level five perspective on your level one discouragement or guilt. It's perfectly natural for me to be hurt or sad over what happened here. When we resist emotions, they tend to persist. When we allow them space to be recognized and validated and processed, they tend to teach us things. They tend to raise awareness and they tend to transform. Your guilt turns into acceptance. Your hurt turns into forgiveness and you're able to move on. Now, again, that might not be a fast process. That could take days, or weeks or months or in some cases years. But simply, you know, trying to just bury everything with optimism is not really what what level 5 is about. So, first way to get more level 5 is just to understand this isn't a contest and allow yourself It's really more about having, if you want more level five, it's about letting level five talk to the other levels that you experience. And by talk to, I mean introduce level five thinking into your level one discouragement, or into your level three excuse making or justification, or into your level four concern for the welfare of somebody. One way to do that is with this level five questions list. And if you want this list, you can contact us. I'm going to give you my contact info at the end of this. Um, But level five questions. These are great. Uh, You can use these when you find yourself in a difficult situation and you want to introduce level five thinking into the situation. You can use this uh, really just to increase your level five thinking overall. I went through a period where for maybe a month I read this list every single day. And I just read through it. I didn't, I didn't write out answers because that, that would have taken way too much time. Um, and sometimes, you know, I just sort of read through the questions and I just see which questions sort of strike me. Some of these questions will fall flat. Some of these questions will really, really resonate. And some might even be life-changing. So <clears throat> I'm going to read through these questions. And, and when I do, you might like to think of a particular challenge you've dealt with recently. And if you don't have any challenges, maybe think of a challenge that someone you know or someone you care about, maybe another member of your team at work uh, or one of your kids or maybe your parents or brother, sister, friends, something like that. There's some level five questions. What is the purpose of this situation? How do I express my gifts and talents here? How can I always see the best in people and in situations? How is my response to this a reflection of myself or of how I see myself? That can be a tricky one. What would happen if I released my judgments and labels here? How can I see this this other person underneath? I can see the person who is underneath this other person's anger or sadness or fear or hurt or guilt. Who am I underneath the anger or sadness or fear or hurt? or guilt. How would I approach this situation if I had no negative emotions about it? What's the greatest opportunity in this situation for helping and contributing to myself and others? Final question, what's the bigger picture? What's the best possibility here long term and how can I help create it? So bringing those questions into a situation can help you bring that level five into conversation with whatever other levels are showing up or whatever it is that you're experiencing. Another way to increase your level five is to journal, a journal to raise self-awareness. For some people journaling works great for other people, you know, it's not necessarily the best fit. If it's not a fit for you, that's fine. There's a lot of other paths to level five energy if that's something that you want. Um, one really good resource that I think helps a person get to level five is a book called The Power of Story by Jim Lair, L-O-E-H-R. And this book is really about how, how the stories we tell ourselves shape our life. Uh, and it has lots of exercises in it to help us kind of just increase our self-awareness and learn how and why we do what we do. So it's, 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 a, really, it's a really good uh, personal, personal development book. Another way to increase level five energy is to work to identify your values. What's important to you? Uh, and if you, if you feel like you don't know how to identify your values, uh, there's a really good book called The Power of Full Engagement and it, it presents an entire system uh, and in that system they include a heavy emphasis on values and that's towards the end of the book but the book is a very good read uh, and the book is really about performance psychology and it's you could almost say like there's a certain extent to which the book is a bit of a guide to level five thinking and living. And The Power of Full Engagement, that's by the same author who had The Power of Story, Jim Lair, L-O-E-H-R, and another author named Tony Schwartz. He and Jim got together and wrote that book. And so that book has a little bit of uh, some, some work that you can do to identify values, uh, or you can contact us. We have We have a recording that covers how to identify your values. And along those lines, Working to identify your life purpose. And that's one, unfortunately, I can't think of, a. don't know of a really good resource for identifying life purpose that I could easily recommend that's widely available. So with that one, you want to contact us. We did do do a group call, uh, a little series on identifying your life purpose. And it's not that hard if you know how to do it. Uh, And in that series, we have a bunch of examples and that kind of thing. So feel free to contact us if that's something you're curious about. Um, Another way to increase level five energy is to get into coaching or get into therapy. Um, You know, therapy is really about healing from significant wounds. It's about uh, going from dysfunctional to functional, you might say. That does not mean everyone who's in therapy is dysfunctional. But fundamentally, therapy and therapeutic models are designed for the treatment of mental disorders. Depression, uh, chemical addiction, uh, eating disorders, things like that. Uh, now, that doesn't mean that you have to have one of those things, one of those. You know, you have to be in that situation to go to a therapist. But that is ultimately what therapy is primarily designed for. Coaching is more about going from functional to optimal. My life works, but I'd like it to be better. And finally, uh, begin exploring spirituality and looking for purpose in things. If you don't have a worldview that lends itself to life having a purpose in the first place it can be a little harder to find purpose in things that doesn't mean that you can't be an atheist uh, and have level five energy you probably can just generally speaking if you have a worldview that supports life having a purpose it tends to lend itself more to uh, to finding purpose in different things that happen now last big question how to move past level five into level six? Oh, well, most people listening are, are, are not gonna be looking to move past level five into six necessarily, but some of you are. And for those of you who are, right, level six, the thing is, at level five, you see life as a series of opportunities. You got opportunity A, opportunity B, opportunity C, but there's an opportunity to make money, there's an opportunity to become a better husband, there's an opportunity to uh, you know, improve my health. So opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. At level six life itself is the opportunity it's all instead of having gift after gift after gift which is what you get in level five it's the whole thing is gift there's a similar thing at level six with perspectives When right at level five you're thinking what am i thinking what does my daughter think what does my wife think was well, my you know my dad's gotten involved in the situation what is he thinking and you're going sequentially one perspective after the other at level 6 you're seeing the whole thing all at once and because your brain can't process all that at once your intuition is doing it for you you're getting a sense for how how the family is really dealing with this and intuition is essentially your unconscious mind processing things faster than your conscious mind is able to follow and there's a bunch of research on how that works and we'll talk about we'll talk about this in a lot more detail when we when we have our level 6 podcast but to move past 5 into 6 into to move from peace into joy and to move from acceptance into uh embracing things and being you know level six can either be very enthusiastic or it can be very very present uh, level five is present but level five also has lots of thinking that it's doing so it's like i'm right here and i'm thinking about everything at level six it's i'm present and and thoughts are really not necessarily part of what it means for me to be present right now i'm present and i'm experienced if i'm talking to you i'm pre- i'm not just listening to you and thinking about what you're saying I'm listening to you, and I'm experiencing you as I'm sitting here listening to you, or I'm experiencing my performance, if I'm uh, if I'm dancing, or if I'm painting, or if I'm uh, writing, or if I'm working, if I'm you know banging out computer code or whatever it is, I'm fully present. If you if you've heard the term flow or like being in the zone, that's also level six. So. <clears throat> To move into level six, increase your humor, fun, and playfulness. Work on tapping into your intuition. If you want ways to do this, contact us and I can give you some some resources or listen to level six podcast. We're going to go into a bunch of detail on this. Third, shift from seeing opportunities to embracing life itself as the opportunity and go from connecting with multiple things and perspectives one at a time to a feeling of connecting with all of them at once. For more info on level five, contact us. Uh, you can email us at podcast at tmp-coaching.com. Our company is The Mastery Partnership, that's where TMP comes from. So that's podcast at tmp-coaching.com. Or call us at 214-470-2900. You can text that number as well. That's 214-470-2900. Um, we have an assessment called the Energy Leadership Index, which breaks down these seven levels by percentage. For you personally, it takes about 20 minutes. It comes with a one-hour debrief. If you wanna go deeper on these levels and really learn where you're at on these levels and really see that, it comes with a, a, like a, a, a report that's like a couple dozen pages and really kind of digs in to where you're at on these levels. We have programs. One's called the Law of Being. Another one's called the Energy Leadership Development System. And another one's called Core Dynamics. We have three separate programs that are specifically designed to help you grow in these levels and learn more about them and raise your self-awareness and become a more effective, whether as a leader, uh, whether that's in your household or in your business, uh, or just, like like we said, leading yourself. We have those resources available. We offer one-on-one coaching. We offer group coaching. We also do training and keynote speaking. Uh, And we do organizational consulting. So if you you are the head of an organization or if you're the head of a department and you're like, man, we have a lot of level one or two or three energy and we'd really like to go to level four or five, we do consulting specifically designed to help organizations create those kinds of changes. So if you're interested in any of that stuff, contact us at podcast at tmp-coaching.com or Call or text 214-470-2900. We love hearing from people. Uh, We really do check all those emails. We really do check those texts. We appreciate uh, everyone reaching out. And I personally appreciate you listening. So thank you very, very much.